What's up, everybody? Uh, thanks for listening to the Film Survivor Podcast. This is your host, Tom Santilli, and we are coming to you here after the uh, the penultimate episode of Survivor Triple H. Uh, just aired yesterday, and uh, we're at the finale, guys. Next week, the f- two-hour Survivor finale, followed by the live reunion show. Uh, hard to believe we're through season 35 of Survivor, but it has been worth the wait. I think these last couple weeks have been really uh, exciting. So hopefully you are enjoying it. Um, we are going to spoil some things coming up here. So if you have not seen the episode yet and do not want to be spoiled as to what happened in this last episode, episode 13, uh, please pause the podcast or come back to it in a little bit. So there's your warning. Let's dive into it, though. Yeah, so on the podcast uh, coming up here, I'm going to be speaking with Ashley Nolan. Uh, Ashley was voted off uh, last night and became the sixth member of the Survivor Jury. And we are down to just five people left in the game, <laughs> everybody. Crazy. And how about Ben? Uh, just, I mean, <laughs> kind of crazy. The guy finds two straight idols, plays them two straight tribal councils. Uh Kind of setting up, you know, a lot of people are complaining that there's just been way too many idols and too many advantages in the last season or two of Survivor. I kind of agree with that. I didn't really think that they would be introducing another idol this week with just six people left in the game. And the fact that Ben finds it is, you know, a little bit, I guess, suspect, some people think. But it is what it is, and uh, he did it, and uh, it wasn't given to him for sure. He had to find it, and he did it, and uh, nobody decided to track him. Uh, the, the other five were kind of complicit in thinking, like, eh, there's no way he's going to find another idol. And ended up being the downfall for Ashley. Uh, ben has made it to the final five, and he is going to be everybody's number one target moving forward, as he has been thus far. I keep saying I don't think there's going to be another idol, but I really don't think there will be now. However, the preview for next week did show, uh, Probst showed that there is one more advantage uh, left in the game, so it'll be interesting to see what that advantage is. Usually at this stage, it ends up being kind of like a advantage in the final, or you know, the immunity challenge, but we'll have to see what it is. Uh, so, what else is going on? <laughs> uh, you got Ashley, again, voted off, uh, you know, she had this relationship going with Devin, uh, and Devin, you know, ended up kind of, you know, throwing her under the bus a little bit. I mean, he made a final three deal we saw this episode with Ryan and Chrissy. Those three now seem to be in charge. I mean, I don't, I feel like Devin's all in with those two at this point. You know, if he, if he puts Ashley out of the game like he just did, I mean, he's not close to Ben, we know for sure. Uh, you know, Dr. Mike is kind of still there. But right now it's, you know, Chrissy and Ryan are, are the tightest bond left in the game, and I don't, I really think that they truly want to sit next to each other at the end. I also think that Devin is, is really Chrissy's best bet, uh, you know, so I think that she's true when she says that she wants to go to the final three with him as well. That leaves Ben and Dr. Mike on the outside of things, which basically means that, uh, you know, coming into the finale, that first tribal uh, you know, Ben or Dr. Mike is going to have to win uh, immunity in order to stay in the game, in my opinion. I think whoever doesn't, I think if Ben doesn't win, he's out. I think if Ben does win, I think Dr. Mike is going to be sent home first. I think Ben and Dr. Mike are both in scenarios where they're going to have to win the next two challenges in order to get to the end. So is it possible? Of course it is. This is Survivor. 
Is it likely? Not very much, uh, which is telling me that this season, in my prediction, is going to come down to a final three of Chrissy and Ryan for sure. And then if Ben were to you know win you know win a couple, and Doctor Mike were to win a couple or what or either of them, uh, you know I think it's going to be Devin unless the unless they win. I don't see any scenario where Ben and Doctor Mike make it to the finals. That would be crazy to me. Jeff Probst via Dalton Ross's uh, Entertainment Weekly, uh, you know weekly his three questions he answers. He hyped up next week's finale as one of the best ever. So take that for what you will. Uh, we'll have to see how this one shakes out. But this season as a whole, you know, started off slow. Uh, the, the pre-merge wasn't the most exciting. And I feel like the last few weeks there have been a really a good string of episodes that have kind of pulled me back into the mix. And, you know, the, the cast, too, gets a little bit of, of flack this season. But I actually really like this cast. I, I like when there are a lot of people to root for. Um, a lot of people that are in the game still at this point that are not considered to be goats. I don't think any of these players remaining are goats, and that's very strange for Survivor to get to this point and have five worthy winners. Um, I look at each one of these five, and if they were to win the game, I would I would kind of applaud it and tell you, hey man, I think I think that's a good winner. I think they're deserving. I think they played the game and it wasn't perfect by in any of their <laughs> imaginations, but. Uh, they all have kind of a good survivor resume at this point. It'll be very interesting to see how it shakes out. So uh, that's kind of my predictions moving forward, but you're not going to want to miss it. It's a two-hour finale next Wednesday, December 20th, followed by the one-hour live reunion show. Uh, we're going to have a mega-sized podcast next week. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing you know all five of the remaining players, in- including the uh, the winner. So you're going to want to look forward to that. I might also have a special podcast in the middle there where we uh, talk about movies. And uh, I'm going to be joined by uh, Lee Thomas and Adam Graham, who are two of the biggest critics in the Detroit area. We appear weekly on the Fox 2 show of Critically Speaking, which is also on Facebook, Critically Speaking. That's Lee, L-E-E, like his name, Lee Thomas. So that's critically speaking, uh, I'm going to have Lee and Adam on the podcast sometime next week, uh, separate of the Survivor podcast, uh, and we're going to be revealing our best movies of 2017. So look out for that. Come back after the interview here with Ashley. I'm about to speak with Ashley uh, about her time in the game. Come back after that, and I'm going to, again, we're going to hype up uh, next week's episode. And I also got some exciting uh, news about the new Star Wars movie. Star Wars The Last Jedi uh, comes out in theaters really today, Thursday, uh, December 14th. Officially tomorrow, December 15th. No spoilers in this podcast, don't worry. Uh, But you're going to want to tune in after this interview, so stick around to the end of this podcast. All right, without uh, further ado, here is my interview with Ashley Nolan. How's it going? I'm good, Tom. I'm good, I'm good. (laughs) All right, cool. Well, it's very cool to talk to you. Sorry to see you go. Uh, you know, so, it's okay. Yeah, let's start earlier in the season. Um, I wanted to talk to you about your relationship that you had uh, with JP. You know, you guys were saw as sort okay. of maybe like a budding power couple. Um, what did that relationship or your closeness with him, um, how do you feel like that affected your the rest of your game uh, moving forward? <laughs> well... Yeah, that was interesting because that kind of came out of nowhere. Like, that was 
that was the first part of the game that made me realize how crazy the game is because mm-hmm. saw me hand JP like I think a piece of fruit <laughs> or something. Yeah. And I and that turned into and I remember looking at him and seeing like the wheels turning in his head and that turned into I must have handed JP an idol <laughs> and that we're in this budding power couple and I was just like holy crap like this game is so nice it's day two like they don't show me saying this to him but i'm like dude i'm like it's the second day out here if you think that a i already found an idol and b i had confidence enough in another stranger to hand that idol to somebody else (laughs) then you think i'm a genius and an idiot all at the same time (laughs) but like, like this just doesn't make sense but then i'm like it doesn't matter what the truth is or what the lie is or anything. If he is confident enough mm-hmm. that something's going on between JP and I, and he can sell it to everyone, then that could be my whole game. I could have been first voted out just right there based on just somebody wanting to spread a rumor, you know, and that's mm-hmm. where it's like, this is such a freaking social experiment. It's <laughs> wild. You know, he could have ruined my whole game based on a complete fabrication of something that he thinks he saw or they imagined something. But I mean, me and JP were, you saw JP. <laughs> he's so soft-spoken. He's not, he wasn't talking any strategy. Right. We weren't talking anything. It was just like, we're the two younger people on the tribe. And it might've been, I think that was just part of Alan's gameplay was to throw the attention on someone else. But really like JP weren't, and I weren't talking about anything much less strategy because <laughs> he wasn't talking at all you know he right. doesn't talk so it was just comical to me and like you know from that point on we just stayed steered as clear as possible from each other we didn't spend two seconds together without you know <laughs> the company of everyone else um, so like unfortunately yeah. what could have maybe been something it just <laughs> yeah i got fizzled with it uh, no, yeah, I said it just yeah. fizzled out, yeah. So, I mean, even at, like, even at, yeah, even at the merge, it was just like, well, I know who I'm not going to buddy up with, and it's <laughs> that guy, because I don't want, the last thing I need is another, right. like, series of what happened at the beginning. So, we just, like, that was the end of us right from the beginning. <laughs> with, um, last night, you know, we saw that, uh, you know, Ben, of course, played his second straight idol, uh, but we saw earlier in the episode that Chrissy mm-hmm. was really still kind of, um, gunning for you, uh, do you think right do you think that you like how it played out last night at tribal do you really think that you weren't the target do you feel like the only reason they voted for you was because ben played his idol or do you think that that was chrissy's plan anyway regardless of what ben did is to vote you out last night how do you think it shook out i think that what you saw after the last tribal i think that that little conversation in the dark when chrissy and everyone was talking like we need to get ben out i think that that was genuine okay i think it's obvious you put me next to ben these issues with me were i think ben's being the threat that he was would would have trumped her desire to see me go eventually i think the smart gameplay in her would be like ben has to go first Mm. whether or not she just disliked me whether it was a girl thing or she just didn't trust me for like good reasons whatever it was i think ben would have gone first definitely i mean they'd all be idiots if that's not the case (laughs) and if i'm wrong then they're all (laughs) idiots. so when i think ben was the 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, when when Ben plays that idol, then your your heart probably sinks at that point, you, and and you probably feel that you know that you're maybe in trouble. Um, ben seemed like he'd vote with anybody. Uh, so really, your your whole game seemed to rely on your relationship with Devin, who ended up yeah. obviously deciding to vote you out. Um, was that a big surprise to you? Uh, like what what did were your what was your reaction to the whole Devin thing? Obviously, you gave him the cold shoulder there on the way out. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um that was shocking to me because when I realized that I didn't have a plan B, that was when I mm. that was when I realized that I was the plan B. Mm. You know, sure. when nobody really flinched when Ben put the idol on, I was like, oh, okay. Man. As far as I know, we were voting him out and no one else seems to be bothered by this. So, mm. I kind of knew what was happening. And so when I looked at Devin, and what, they don't show all of the interaction at Tribal between Devin and I. And and um, I know there was some verbal communication that wasn't shown, but it was just like, basically like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and I had to realize the hard way that he looked at me at one point and like really couldn't even make eye contact and just shook his head. Uh. And my whole world crumbled. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, no, <laughs> this is not happening. <laughs> he got me. Like, or they got him, you know? What was it with your, so, yeah. And then my desperation relied on Ben, you know. <laughs> yeah. What, what was that question? Oh, I was going to say, you know, your relationship with Chrissy throughout the game, what was it? It seemed like she just never quite trusted you, never really wanted to work with you. Um, what was going on there with mm-hmm. her, do you think? Um, you know, Chrissy and I still laugh about this now. Well, we laugh about it now, not then, but... <laughs> It's like we genuinely really liked each other. Um, and I've seen a lot of uh, stuff about Chrissy that people didn't like her, people didn't like this about her, saying not so nice things about her. I'm like, man, I really liked Chrissy. Like, me and her were cool as people. You know, ever since our we started on the Heroes Tribe together, like, we got along great. But then, you know, she got in with Ryan, I got in with Devin, and the plan was for the four of us to come together at the merge. But when Devin and Ryan had a falling out, it just kind of totally separated mm. me and Chrissy. Okay. And so from that point on, we both had our established alliances that just seemed like we're never going to cross. So I just, unfortunately, more unfortunately for me, but we both just kind of put that wall up between one another. And it just never, for some reason, never worked. We still had a good time with each other at camp. We still had a friendship, but for some reason, there was just no gameplay between us until the loved ones reward when she was on the bottom and she tried to get me to come with them. But at that time I had no reason to. Mm -hmm. So I think that was her last straw with me. It was like, okay, we've had nothing. Mm -hmm. And now I've tried to put something out for you. You, I pretty strongly declined Mm -hmm. because I felt confident in my Alliance. Dumb me, you know, (laughs) you know, in hindsight, I'm like, I should have been, I should have at least given her something to play with, you know, at least given her, you know, a feeling of, that I was considering it, but I just kind of declined that. So from her point of view, she's like, all right, well, she's not doing anything for me anymore. And is clearly drawing the line in the sand saying, we're not going to work together and I'm against you. So she did what she had to do, you know? Um, I wanted to ask you There was you just too. nothing there for us to work on. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you too, you know, uh, you, you, you had a very funny, I thought, uh, like Ponderosa video, um, where you were searching, you know, for your, your thing, you know, everybody else had a thing and you were looking for your thing. Um, but I thought that there were two like, yeah. kind of revealing moments too in there, you know, one, at one point you're talking to Joe 
and he says, you know, that he kind of got you, and, and a uh-huh. lot of people didn't really get you, he didn't think. Um, and then another point where you're talking to Lauren um, about how early in the game, like, people were doubting, you know, your, your swimming abilities and things like that, even though you're a lifeguard. Uh, do you think, do you feel like you were, that uh-huh. was a theme of your game, do you feel like you were kind of underestimated and, and nobody really knew kind of how to, you know, how to label you? Um, yeah, yeah, I do. Um, yeah. When Joe says that, it's like, he's like, I got you cause I spent so much time with you, but I don't feel like, you know, and that's the real, when I watched that Ponderosa and I laugh and I've been seeing all this stuff on Twitter and this and that, like, when people are like, wow, like that's the funny side of you. Like that's the real side of you. And I'm like, that's me. And I don't feel like any of that was shown on the show. You know, like I was you know, called by Lauren at one point. She's like, yeah, you're just quiet. And everyone saw me as quiet. I'm like, I'm not though. I just don't know if it was like the gameplay part that intimidated me or, or what it was. I'm not really sure. Like, I just, I feel like maybe viewers won't be able to put a finger on like who I was on the show. Um, just cause maybe like the happy go luckiness doesn't make for good drama. I'm not sure, (laughs) but I don't know. Like it was, yeah, that was a little, um, revealing, I think, in the Ponderosa video for him to say that because I think I came across as a little quiet as far as the gameplay, and I think that's what he was referring to. Okay. Um, but yeah, the talk with Lauren about the being underestimated and whatnot, like, I didn't want I know bef- in the pregame I was saying, like, I don't want to be cocky or I don't want to be too, uh, like, loud or too aggressive or anything like that. And I, and I think that now watching it back, I did not come across as any of those things because I was actively trying not to. Mm. And if I guess I, if I could do anything over again, I would have just been more of, more of me, more of those things that make me me, you know? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just, and just owned it, you know? Sure. Uh, there was a lot of talk too. you know, everybody talks about their survivor resume. Uh, had you made it to the end of the game, what, what was your survivor resume? What would you have, what would have been the talking points that you would have used to try to convince the jury to vote uh, for you? Um, well, definitely the challenges, you know, a lot of people overlook those things like winning immunities and whatnot. And I think that's unfortunate because I'm a physical player and, you know, always helpful around camp. And it's like, those are things that are underlooked now that it's become such a social game. It's like Mm -hmm. disregarded, but it's like the challenges are what makes survivor. Like that's the, you know, original survivor moves are like winning those challenges. That's a big part of it. I was in on every single vote. Mm-hmm. essentially other than what was it that when joe blindsided uh out mm, yep. you know and and the lauren vote but like you know you compare me to people like ryan um even chrissy or mike who was not part of any of the votes mm-hmm. you know i was in on all of those things and started the wheels turning on you know unfortunately it didn't work but on getting ben out like he was one of my most trusted allies, he trusted me a lot. Like the strongest player in the game has full trust in me at one point in the game until I decided unsuccessfully, <laughs> but I decided he had to go, right. you know, and I had good relationships with everyone. I formed good bonds with everyone. So it's not all these loud, dramatic moves necessarily that I made, but I think I played a good, confident, strong game in order to get to the final three. You know, I wish I would have gotten to the final three, but I think I would have had some, I spent many nights 
thinking about that final tribal speech, you know, and all these points that I could have made. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, with uh, Jeff Probst too, you know, pointed out the other the episode, you know, that everybody has a final three in their head, you know, who was sitting there. Yeah. Um, yeah. From the audience's perspective, it's it's clear that Devin would have been somebody that you would have wanted to sit next to at the end. Uh, but who who was yeah. your final three? Who was that third person that you would have um, ideally wanted to sit next to? Uh, that would have been Mike. Okay. Definitely Mike. You know, like I was saying, like he wasn't a part of any votes, and it was amazing to everyone, including him, that he got that far. He saw all the <laughs> right. You know, when him and Coco Joe got together, they were just happy to be there at a certain point because they didn't think they'd make it that far. <laughs> right, exactly. So I think that would have been an easy one to talk to talk them into voting me over my. All right, cool. And uh, yeah, my last question for you then. Um, Hello? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, my last question I have for you is uh, just, uh, you know, again, kind of going back to the Devin relationship. Um, as you left the game, we saw that you were kind of, you know, you gave him the cold shoulder and, um, you know, probably, <laughs> you know, he had tried to hug you and all that kind of stuff. Uh, what I like, though, about so far the Ponderosa videos have not been, there hasn't been a lot of bitterness shown. Uh, did you feel, was it easy for you to get over your the game um, quickly or uh, do you feel like you... Um, still have, you know, hold some resentments towards Devin or how the, how the game ended up going for you? No, you can't play it like that. You know, like I, it was too soon to give him a hug. You know, that's for sure. <laughs> right. Like he just like did me pretty wrong personally, <laughs> but it's like, by the, it's, it, it was definitely too soon for that. But by the time I like reached the end of that dock, I was kind of like, on his team again okay. you know what I mean like going into the next tribal I was like team Devin again because it's like whatever like we our bond I like to think was very true and same with a lot of people that I still keep in touch with like as people sure the amount of time we spend out there just as people in this situation together like I can't help but like and root for every single one of them as people um so with Devin no, no resentment. Like, was I hurt? Yeah, for a minute. But I'm like, he did what he had to do, and he did what I should have done. So I can't hate him for it, you know? Sure. And well, we remain good friends to the day, and we remain friends after that. So it's all well, good. Great. Well, Ashley, sorry to see you go at the point that you did, but it was uh, great watching you on the show. Uh, best of luck to you moving forward. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. There you have it, my talk with Ashley. Uh, we are just down to five people. As mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we're down to one episode left, five people remaining in the game. You got Ben, you got Dr. Mike, you got Devin, you got Chrissy, and you got Ryan. So that's how it's shaken out. Those five will compete in the two-hour finale next week to see who's crowned the sole survivor, followed by the one-hour live reunion show. We will also, uh, on the podcast next week, we're going to have interviews with all five of the remaining contestants. We're also going to have a sneak peek as we, as it will be revealed at the live reunion show a look ahead to Survivor Season 36, which uh, is due to begin at the end of February 2018. People, we're making it. Made it through the year. <laughs> so, all of that being said, uh, big movie news, if you are listening to this and also like movies, I am a movie critic for Access.com. That's A-X-S.com. Star Wars The Last Jedi hits theaters today. I got to see the movie ahead of audiences uh, because my job is cool like that, and I got to see it Monday. Uh, so my review is currently online, and you can see what I thought of the new Star Wars movie 
this is a spoiler free uh, a spoiler free review that I posted. Um, minor plot points that you probably could derive from just watching trailers. Nothing that's going to spoil the movie for you, but it's out there. Uh, you can follow me at Tom Santilli to find that review, and uh, just check that out before or after or both. Uh, you know, when you go to see Star Wars, I'm sure everybody's going to go check that out uh, at some point. Next week, again, just want to let everybody know there's going to be a special movie-themed podcast that's coming out sometime between now and next Thursday. It's going to be uh, my guests, uh, Lee Thomas of Fox 2 News Detroit, and also Adam Graham, uh, the film critic for the Detroit News. They're both going to be joining me on the podcast, revealing our top five movies of 2017. So you're not going to want to miss that. Then, of course... Uh, stay tuned, realitytea.com, my full recap of the finale will post next Wednesday night. Uh, we'll also chat about the live reunion show and what we learned from that. And that will set us up for uh, the interviews, the next Survivor podcast uh, next Thursday, hopefully is the current plan, unless I hear something different from CBS. Uh, we're going to have all five of the remaining contestants um, on the interview on the podcast, so it's going to be a big, mega-sized episode. Then, uh, last but not least, as I do every season, you can look for my updated rankings. I do a uh, uh, most memorable kind of seasons of each season, you know, of the whole show, Uh, a list of the best seasons and where does this one rank, where do you think that Heroes, Hustlers, Heroes, Healers, and Hustlers, man, I still can't get it right, we're at the finale, Heroes, Healers, and Hustlers, where does it rank uh, to you on the all-time list? And then also my updated list of Survivor winners. Where does the winner of Survivor Triple H rank uh, among the all-time winners? Uh, Entertainment Weekly just posted their own version of that, which uh, included fan votes uh, that you can check out as well. But I've been doing this uh, ever since I've been covering Survivor. So uh, my updated winners list will come out as well. You can look for those two things to happen after the podcast next week, probably Thursday or Friday of next week. If you haven't already too, be checking out the Ponderosa videos on cbs.com slash survivor. Uh, The Ponderosa videos give you some insight into the jury members as they leave the game. So that's all the housekeeping. Uh, Check it out next week. A lot of stuff coming at you. We wrap up the season. We look ahead to season 36. It's been a blast. I really appreciate you guys uh, listening to this podcast. In between now and February, when the new season starts, we will have some movie-themed podcasts uh, coming through, uh, as well as, of course, once the cast is announced and all that, we'll have all kinds of information here uh, you know, on your Survivor. So, all of that being said, thank you very much for joining me today, and I look forward uh, to next week's finale. Who do you think is going to win? Survivor, Triple H. Hit me up on Twitter, at Tom Santilli, and we'll talk to you soon, guys. Thanks a lot.